0: good afternoon folks it is a relatively warm day i think uh, for most of us and we are back on live for our ramadan x circuit breaker series uh with a new lineup of guests this week and just in case you join us only this week (laughs) and a bit curious about what this entire series is about i'm gonna just quickly review and recap about what we are doing for this series and why we have kind of like come up with it, right? So um, this is the Ramadan Circuit Breaker series, um, simply because uh, it is a unique period of time where Ramadan and the Circuit Breaker is uh, kind of coincides together, right? And really the intention of having this series is to allow ourselves to gain a bit more perspective about what Ramadan means to the ordinary folks. And so far we have been inviting ordinary folks uh, like um, Shukri, Imran and uh, Aifa they are all uh, solopreneurs in a way well, uh, Shukri is a in-house trainer uh, but they, they do live ordi- relatively ordinary lives right? uh, they have family, they have friends they have their own little things that they need to do and so therefore they are well, ordinary in that sense right? and then it is also for us to learn and understand a little bit more about uh, what kind of values are demonstrated during Ramadan Right We hear and we hear people talk about Ramadan as a very um, a nice month to have as a form of reflection, prayer, coming together as a community. but really, what are the values that are being demonstrated by these ordinary folks during uh, their period of time uh, in this month, this holy month, right? Uh, and also to gain some insights into what might have changed during this Covid nineteen period, you know like how how perhaps. Uh, having ramadan and the circuit breaker coincide together actually made any difference or anything has changed for them during this period of time right and that's really the intention of why we started this this, uh, series in the first place to really just hear from hear the stories from different people on why they do what they do uh so for today's session these are some of the questions we will be asking our guests uh and our guest today is hadad um he has a little bit of a technical issue (laughs) when it comes to coming on to the live so he might pop in and out occasionally and then you probably hear a little bit more from me during this period of time so what are the questions these are the four questions that you'll probably hear him speak about Uh, what does ramadan mean to him what kind of values come to mind when he's experiencing ramadan and how does these values get demonstrated through uh, what he does during the period of ramadan Right. and also uh, what is uh, in this special edition of ramadan what has changed for him if anything at all and if there's one thing that he'd like to share with our muslim friends or perhaps even our non-muslim friends for this ramadan what will it be so i'm going to stop sharing the slides and kind of come on screen in a while and here i am on screen Hi, my name is Michelle. I will be the host for the entire series uh, and allowing ourselves to have this conversation. I'm going to invite Haddad to come in and share a little bit more about himself. So I know Haddad through being in the training industry uh, quite a number of years back. And uh, Haddad was actually one of the facilitators that uh, was a part of the programs that I run. And after that, he kind of like moved on more into the art scene. Some of you might find him familiar, a familiar face because he has been on TV productions. He has also been in theatre productions uh, in Singapore. So it would be nice to um, just hear from him, Mr. One Hadat, about who he is, what does he do and why does he do what he does. Right. So Hadad, I'm going to allow you to
1: share a little bit more about yourself. Hello, Mitch. Okay, uh, let's just test sound just one more time. Is this okay? You're yes, sounding great. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hi. Hello, afternoon, everyone. Uh, first and foremost, thank you, Mitch, uh, for inviting all of us, all of our speakers, uh, to share something about Ramadan whole um, uh, season. I'm Haddad. I guess uh, you've heard from me, Michelle. We met through the training industry. Michelle was one of my first few mentors that I learned from uh from Elvin City, if I can name some. Uh and uh she she appears to be one of the most compassionate and passionate trainers that I look up to. Yes. Uh
0: thank you, Hadad. They're Very
1: directional <laughs> and that's what I like about it. Very objective. Lah. So I learn a lot. So what happened? <laughs> What happened was uh, I didn't exactly move on away from training industry, but I went away to uh, pursue my interest in the arts. But at the same time, that's where I discovered that you need, you need the efforts of the training industry to know how to carry out things as a team in the arts team. And I think it's very, very important. There are a lot of values that I learned from the training industry that I feel are very relatable when you apply to. So right now, what I'm doing is uh, to to consult programs, school programs, basically with schools and uh, educational programs, and slightly related to corporate programs, uh, where I I include the arts plus team building in it.
0: Nice. Sounds like awesome work that you're doing this past, wow, how many years haven't we met up, right? So, I think you've been very much more active within the art scene in terms of the training and development as well as in productions, I'm sure. Is that what you've been pretty much involved yourself in these past few years? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. Pretty so perhaps, much, actually
1: much more involved in the school scene, like, in the educational scene.
0: Nice. Cool. Maybe we jump into the conversation about Ramadan circuit breaker uh, situation, right? So um the first question that I kind of have for you um is really about um what does Ramadan mean to you?
1: I think a lot, a lot of us when we come to say what does Ramadan means to us, uh, we cannot help but to compare uh, to other months basically. Uh, so when you say Ramadan, automatically we talk about fasting, you talk about giving, you talk about kindness. Uh, so when for me myself, I think it's a sense of a lot of reflection, to be honest. Okay, uh, i like i just like a, a bit of my own opinion and please don't take me seriously uh to me uh, i much more prefer the Hajj period uh Ooh. but however i have to say this years Ramadan has greatest impact impact on my life i guess i prefer ramadan to a sense where i i really like it like now i i begin to more it uh to be honest uh this is my second year uh of observing Ramadan without my father, so uh, it's a sense of reflection, a sense of pause uh, that's very important to me right now, yes yeah. uh,
0: Nice, so so in, in this period of reflection and pause, like what do you do? It, I, I mean, I'm sure you have your prayers. Uh, beyond your prayers, how, how do you do reflection or how do you, what do you do to pause?
1: I have to add in a little bit, uh, okay, uh, a lot of people might be wondering, right, uh, when you talk about Ramadan, it's all about fasting. It might be all about spirituality, uh, uh, But I think it's a process of growth for me, basically. Uh, if, if I might share a little bit of theory uh, that I like,
0: Okay, that we lost you on audio. Not sure what happened to your mic. Oops. You want to unplug and plug in again? So this is what I mentioned about the technical challenges that we face with Haddad, Uh, not because of him, but really because of the device that he's probably using. Um, not sure if it's like a laptop compatibility issue or it's just his microphone uh, issue. So every time he speaks and then there will be a lapse and then there will also be a, a challenge in terms of just that connectivity with the audio. And then every time he needs to restart that audio, he would have to kind of like jump out of the studio and then jump back into the studio again. So (laughs) that's something that we have to kind of like deal with.
1: (laughs) I'm just telling everybody.
0: (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Yeah, so you wanted to start telling like a story or uh, an experience that you have, right? Uh, The theory you mentioned.
1: Yeah, so you were talking about whether... Whether you're talking about concentrating on prayers and a lot of uh spir- spiritual spirituality, I think from my sense of uh, my angle of opinion would be a uh, sense of growth itself. So here's a small theory, I better share it before I go off. <laughs> okay, uh, you, every year is made of a is made of a settle. You see the petal? Yeah. So every time, every time when it comes to Ramadan, Ramadan leads back to the center of the, the center of a flower. So every year, uh,
2: this is what I like to think of.
1: It leads back to the center of the flower where you think back that Ramadan is was actually the point of time where you like to compare all of what when you think about it. it uh, is basically what have I done from the past Ramadan what is different how have I grown between this Ramadan how has the petal grown between that Ramadan yeah nice uh, so over the years, I began to develop this thinking of uh, this small thinking of time traveling and Ramadan is that single point of time where I like to bring back myself to. Yeah.
0: Cool. a little dreamy. really
1: cool. It's a Yeah.
0: It's a, yeah. Nice. So, over and the I, years,
1: I like to think yeah, about how I actually grown from a small kid going through fasting for the first time and it always takes back to another ramadan another ramadan another ramadan i i i have to say that there was a few ramadans that was uh that created a lot of impact where uh, i remember first time volunteering at a mosque cooking the bubo or the porridge with all my other friends and then there were a few other ramadans where uh, i found myself uh challenged and i found myself uh not wanting to be close to finding god but in the end The next Ramadan I would actually be wanting to find again.
0: Cool. I think I like I like I also like that you you managed to put art into this, right? Being an arts program consultant, you actually managed to like draw that flower and then relate like how like a a a visual metaphor to um this this meaning of Ramadan for you. I think that's really nice
1: yeah <laughs> usually i call it the rose theory so yeah oh the rose theory amongst all the faiths yeah among all the faiths you know how we actually relate to the rose ah
0: okay okay Is that, so there's a meaning of the rose with uh that with, with like islam or muslims uh
1: i think uh okay i just, just to make clear, uh, if Michelle it seems to be closer to the Muslim and Malay community, <laughs> you can find myself actually involved in the Catholic uh, Church <laughs> in uh, <before>. Cool. <laughs> so I, I learned a lot from Michelle and uh, remember Jonathan? Yeah. Yes, Jonathan, Jonathan. was one of my first few church friends. Yeah. Uh, so, so the rose itself, I guess you all related to uh, Jesus himself was related with the rose right Uh, and we have the rose line in French, in Muslim itself the rose is very closely uh, represented for our Prophet Nabi Muhammad oh wow
0: okay that kind of like sends shivers down my spine a little bit because again I think earlier on in the series I did mention about how uh, like Christianity and Islam is actually quite closely knit Uh, but no. that's that's the that's the religious side of things that I, I don't think we want to talk about during this series. But really, now that you have brought up the roles mm-hmm. as well, it kind of like draws that even closer still, right? There's so many similarities or overlaps in terms of the history and the meanings of the, the things that we believe in. And I think mm-hmm. really if, if we talk about it in that sense, then that's that's what a community looks like, right? In Singapore's case, we are a multicultural, multiracial community. And Definitely. I think just understanding that, you know, there are these similarities and then there are also some differences, perhaps, that actually doesn't make us uh, uh, any too far away from each other, actually. We have a lot of closeness but, uh, yeah. as we continue to to believe what we believe in and we continue to grow as a nation and grow as a community. I think that's really nice yeah. to kind of like know. Right. So so then uh, in that case, uh, what are the values that come to mind when you experience ramadan you know like what what kind of values do you practice uh, during ramadan and then how do you practice these values or how do you demonstrate these values Haddad's mic is on mute again and then that's where he goes off so we will wait for him to come back in just nicely, where you know he's coming into that segment of that question very nicely. He went off, so that when he comes back in, he can answer that question. Uh, and if you notice at the con- at the bottom right corner of that uh, of the 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 border that you see, there's actually a QR code. Um, that QR code really is there because we are also in the midst of this life, actually raising funds for an organisation called RLA Foundation. And they are actually uh, raising these funds to support uh, our friends who might be breaking fast as well, uh, who are from lesser privileged uh, families as well as the frontline workers. So as you are watching this live and you know in between like waiting for Haddad to jump in and out of the session you might just want to scan the QR code and make a donation. I think there are about uh, 30% uh into the fundraising uh, about 600 over 1000 uh, dollars plus has been raised already. Their target is $2 million. So uh, yeah, whenever you can just just uh, kind of like uh oops, the other side? Kind of like scan that QR code Right, so now that Haddad is back, Haddad can respond to the question, right? Like, what values come to mind when you experience Ramadan? And then how do you demonstrate this, uh, these values uh, during this period of time?
1: Um, basically, I think what what, what the three strong values if I say uh, that I really try and hold on to during Ramadan is resilience, uh, patience, and mindfulness oh so there's a, these are yeah these are three main values uh that uh, is best practice i guess uh resilience in a way where when you talk about Ramadan, uh, every year uh, so you can say how what does Ramadan mean means to me so i think Ramadan it's a year where it's a month where we begin to know and accept that there will be challenges Yes, we know that, that there is challenges in life. Uh, but specifically in Ramadan, would be there will be challenges, and it's up to you on how you want to handle it and face it. So the the part of it would be to be mindful about what is happening all around us, uh, and also to be mindful of our actions. Uh where the future will be affected by our own action-reaction. So in between that would be the point of resilience. The resilience to overcome certain uh, temptations if I might say. Uh, 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 yeah, so eh, a lot. Eh, not easy, Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yep, I agree. So, so at the point of time, when you talk about it, when you talk about resilience as well, the, the inner strength that you discover inside yourself, that, hey, actually I can do this. You know what? Hey, you know, there's another method of reacting to this.
0: Mm. And, and I, I also think that perhaps, like when you mention resilience, because there's so many things that you're so tempted to want to do, right? So what most people would know is like, you are fasting from food and water. But there's actually a lot of other things mm. that you're also fasting from in terms of temptation. So things like, like certain habits that you might have. Right. I think for those yes, who right. smoke, for example, uh the, the suggestion or the advice is to also fast from wanting to take a take a take a <laughs> take a breath of that. Mm. Uh, right. And then I think if for if I'm not wrong, uh things like you know, if uh you you have a you have a habit of perhaps um, going to buy things, right? So now we now with online shopping, that's even more tempting, yes.
2: right?
0: So so After how do you <laughs> how do you actually um, be able to withhold that temptation of not just clicking and then buying things? and and just overwhelming your life right so so one of i think that these are some of the temptations if i'm not wrong uh that in in when you talk about fasting it's also fasting from all these temptations um and i think when the when you talk about resilience it's also that to recognize that you're human sometimes you give in to these temptations right so 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 so, so unfortunately sometimes we fail right we fail we falter uh and then it's about recognizing that you know it's it's okay to like that one time it's okay right you are done already you, you 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 smoke that one cigarette you've clicked that one that one purchase or you well, have that thought that I'm so thirsty for example and you say it's okay right uh let me let me let me start again let me try again so that's the part about the
1: resilience bit probably right from what you're saying. And 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 as an individual, you will discover that hey, you're actually growing throughout the process, and then that's also that's where you find your inner strength of saying that hey, I can actually control myself, and I do not need this right now, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 then you mentioned about patience as well. So so in the process of like, you know, noticing that perhaps you might fail or you might falter. You need to be patient with yourself as well, right? Is that what you mentioned? Is that what you mean by patience, or is patience something
1: else for you? Uh to add on what you said, you're you're very right, actually. Uh I was about to share also, and uh it's a point of actually not just to be patient yourself, but okay, to be patient yourself to lead to forgiving yourself first. To learn Mm. how to forgive yourself first. Okay. Yeah. So as we proceed through uh, thirty days of fasting, to lead to uh, another month of celebration where we meet all our friends, our families, and saying, saya uh, minta maaf, I forgive you. Ah, uh, will you forgive me?" I think this whole thirty days is for a process of self-forgiveness. Before, before, because before we can forgive other people, and uh, ask for forgiveness from other people, I think we need to forgive ourselves first, and be patient throughout.
0: But it's really tough, right? That's, I think one of the most difficult things is probably trying to forgive yourself.
1: That, yeah. You need to have
0: quite, a, that's what, that's quite a high level of self-awareness first also to, to know what you want to that. forgive yourself for.
1: <laughs> There's that theory, right? It takes 15 days so that it becomes a habit. Yeah. I'm not wrong it. Yeah. Yes. 14 or 21 days actually. But 15 days is also yeah, 14 good. Days. <laughs> 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 yeah, so maybe it takes that fifteen days to learn how to how tough it is to actually forgive yourself and be self-aware around the surroundings of yourself. Mm.
0: Okay. So that's that's the patience part, lah. That means you 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 need to recognize that it will take time to to mm. for the change to happen for For the
1: change to happen, for things to happen, you know, and then for Ooh, for you to become better, like a better person. Yes. Actually, so in 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 a sense where we are acting, reacting to all our surroundings, what's happening, especially right now where we, we lead to the subject of COVID and what's happening across the world, uh, what is patience? How how are we <clears throat> How we're using our patients to create a bigger impact on others mm. well right now i really appreciate everyone's patience and Michelle's patience with my legginess of data so yeah <laughs> you see how it leads back right yes it comes <laughs> to a form of test as, uh, <laughs> how nice it. Make, uh, oh yeah <laughs>
0: So then you had one more, you had one more uh, value, right? That you talk about, which was mindfulness. How does mindfulness, like, kind of weave in together with, uh, all of these? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> right. So Haddad is right uh, about how we need to be kind of like patient in this process, and perhaps even mindful of our own. Uh, triggers at this point in time like every time we have to pause and allow Haddad to jump in and then jump back out and then jump back in again that kind of thing Uh, how how maybe for some of us it's like you know with with social media how can this be happening you know with digital technology uh, this shouldn't be happening you know all of us you know we want an instant kind of gratification or kind of uh, receiving of of information as well, entertainment in this sense, right? And then now, what we are experiencing with today's life is really that that ability to pause actually in between each time he jumps out and then jumps back in, and to say that you know, it how, how are we feeling about this? How are we feeling about uh just having this experience of um you know not having a smooth so called smooth recording, right? Because well, with technology, there is pros and cons, right? There is the pros of having it really accessible, right? Everything's at our fingertips. We just have to Google. We just have to take note of any of these, and we have all these uh, things at our fingertips. But at the same time, with technology, sometimes there are certain things that we don't really know how to control, right? So the reality is for both of us, we actually tested this out yesterday. Right? We actually came on. We tried to toggle and tried to... Um, figure out how to make this more smooth because for Haddad's case, actually last Friday, we already experienced uh, some of these challenges when he came on live with the rest, the, the guests from last week. Uh, and we, we realised that there were certain technical issues and then we said, okay, maybe we should just talk about it uh, beforehand. So yesterday, we actually spent about half an hour or so trying to talk about it and then run through uh, what might happen for the live today. And earlier on, uh, before we went, we actually went live. We came on. We we got together again at about in about half an hour earlier as well to try and see how we can rectify uh, this challenge that we face with regards to these technical issues. And then there were other new things that popped up, right? For example, uh, with the mic that he was using, and I don't know what settings he had on his laptop. Uh, Every time I spoke, I heard myself. Uh, kind of look back and echo back through his system and I'm like how come I'm hearing myself and then we tried to rectify that and then this popping in and out of the scene uh, for Haddad's case we're still trying to figure out actually what's the challenge Uh, apparently he has already updated his um, Google Chrome uh, but at the same time it seems to still be creating some issues with us doing this live but it's okay that allows us to practice a lot more patience practice resilience in this case as well right to say that uh, sometimes these things happen and then at the same time i think now how is back on yay and he can continue to share about mindfulness in with us like how does you know uh this period of ramadan actually allows him to demonstrate about uh, mindfulness and, and what does mindfulness actually mean to
1: him as well Right, pardon me again. So that was like a, that was like a test, <laughs> really made for me and for everybody. Patience. <sighs> yeah, I'm not sure if anybody has data issues right now working from home, right? <laughs> so this is like one of the challenges. I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, so back to the question. Yeah, mindfulness and, I it, it's being aware of your surroundings. Definitely. It's being, being to being to know how to learn to accept first before giving up at the same time uh emotionally and uh mentally. Uh, so there's there's that effect of uh, attending what's happening first and to know what's going on uh where I I think there's a lot of spiritual mindfulness when it comes to Ramadan. Yeah. So how
0: do you how how that do you how do you practice or demonstrate mindfulness during Ramadan? What do you do? Like what actions or non-actions do you have to practice Ramadan?
1: Oh, for example, I guess uh one of the biggest challenges is to people think that fasting is just is fasting from food and fasting from uh, all the temptations, right? that's that there's that bigger bigger cost of trying to hold back and trying to know what is fasting which is also fasting from the mouth so whatever you speak of whatever you are saying out uh, the it is it is to be mindful of yourself first of to know are you saying the right things are you are you saying giving out the right messages so uh, that that is mindfulness for me
0: nice so so if i was to just rephrase yeah. it a little bit right means that your communication is intentional <clears throat> and it's also deliberate mm-hmm. and you're conscious of the message that you are <clears throat> that you are sharing with others
1: that's right that's right i, I think to have that that self conscious to understand what you're saying first uh, is very important uh, it it's a big example when we think about it I don't say to the event itself, but uh, just a few weeks ago, I guess all of us were challenged to know what is mindful, how to be more mindful about our words. What happened uh, in our com- community uh, was just a test for us, so just another challenge, another Ramadan challenge for us to be mindful of our own actions and what we're going to say out. Are we going to fuel the fire or are we going to water the plant?
0: Oh wow! I like that description. Very nice. And perhaps then oh. that's a good time to <clears throat> to then go into our next question as well, right? Because this period of uh this COVID nineteen uh situation, right, or this circuit breaker situation, has actually caused a lot of of upheaval of emotions, of of language, of things that are being said and done. Um, has anything changed for you for this Ramadan right uh, with this coincidence or coinciding of uh, the circuit breaker has anything changed for you have you been more mindful perhaps or have you been more um, more patient or maybe there's another value that you've been practicing beyond these three or maybe nothing changed at all And all, all the while Ramadan has been similar Uh.
1: I actually it it's with hope that I think we all of us can come together and and appreciate what, what we have right now. Uh which is to go through Ramadan through a different arena where all of us are made to be challenged globally with this COVID nineteen situation. So what I'm trying to say is that um to be mindful is to actually appreciate uh this unique situation that we are in 50 years down the road i think i shared with you last week right 50 years down we can tell our grandchildren that hey uh, we live through a time where we had to go through ramadan uh, staying in our home so people, our children children's children might be asking us like really that sounds exactly like what uh moses went through <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly it and so it's a unique situation that we can actually learn from. Um, so when you talk about patience, mindfulness, and resilience, uh, how does this whole unique situation of COVID-19 have stayed apart? Uh, look look at what is okay.
0: We lost your audio again. <laughs> You probably have to restart where you left off when you said, "Look at this unique situation." So this is a unique situation, right? It's a very interesting situation, even for myself, <laughs> just running this live today, because last week actually everything went relatively smoothly, right? I've had I I think both my guests and myself we are quite okay with whatever that we had to do. Um but with Had it was it was a totally different challenge. Yes. So Haddad thank you for coming back so quickly this time around. Um but you what what we heard you until was you mentioned that uh this COVID situation is unique, right? And that it's not allowed for that demonstration of resilience, patience, and mindfulness to be more uh prominent in that sense.
1: Mm-hmm so what i was trying to say was that uh the situation itself the unique situation has taken away a lot of our things and uh like the bazaars the the uh, gelang lights but that's where we need to be more mindful and say that to ourselves that hey actually we can actually conduct and go through ramadan without all this that's the that's the basic of our spirituality actually it's not based on the lights in gelang it's not based on the food that we need to find in uh the bazaar. Of course, when you talk about minimal things, it goes back to uh yes, there is business in that. it will affect families. But in the point of time, uh be more mindful uh it's it's a challenge itself. I guess what what the situation is trying to teach us is there might be more in the future. How are we going to react to that? are we going to come up with a better business or better process to actually react to all these.
0: And I think you, there's, there's also something else for us to perhaps take note of, right, that actually we don't need all these lights and glitter and extra stuff in our life, right? Life can be really simple um, and, and all we need is actually perhaps like time, space, in our stomach,
1: perhaps we don't really need a lot of extra stuff, and that kind of like falls in line yeah. with Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan you know, is funny. I like to share uh, there is a small movement made by my friend, uh, and he actually says that okay, we do not have lights in gelang but let's do this movement called the Ramadan lights in my home. So, so what he's trying to do is encourage all the families to actually start putting up the, ra- the Ramadan lights up earlier before Hari Raya. So I think, you see how things have proceeded and uh, we have adapted to change and come together as a better community itself.
0: So, Hada, are you putting on the lights earlier? Are you going to show us when you are when you have your lights up?
1: In fact, it was just yesterday that I was telling my mom, okay, I'm going to switch on uh, putting up the lights by this weekend. Yeah.
0: <sighs> nice. Yeah, I think one of the one of the suggestions that uh Imran suggested, so one of the guests last week he suggested is don't put up the lights in your room, right? Because it's really warm. <laughs> you can put it up in a hall <laughs> or a kitchen, but not in your not in your bedroom because it's it, it becomes really
2: warm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's a good tip to, to have. Also, whoever's going to put up your lights. Yeah, so I actually bought some, um, what's it called? Some some nice lights uh, last year. Because fairy I thought, light. yeah, kind of like fairy lights. So I thought, you know, this year I want to, I want to, because we have, uh, I find myself, we actually have a space. And I thought we want to decorate up the space and then I'll put up these lights, right? But then because of this uh, circuit breaker and COVID and everything, right, we actually haven't got a chance to use our space very much. So then there's no use to actually decorate the space oh. very much. So I still have the lights with me. And then I'm going to see maybe, oh. maybe I'll up your suggestion, right, to to perhaps put up the lights just in some of the rooms in the house near the windows and then just turn it on at night so that, you know, it starts to light up the space a little bit and bring a bit of festivity mm. into the things as well. It's yeah. a nice gesture to have. Yeah. Has anything else changed for you during this Ramadan?
1: Or nothing else has changed uh other than that i guess you know it comes to a point of time where you're feeling 30 and it says that yet yeah, you're going up your adult thing like, this is the moment in time uh where you actually realize that uh, uh people might think that this is yeah, this sounds uh quite uh depressive but actually uh uh i was very much affected by the loss of my father so i how 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 it impacted me was that this year's ramadan without him was another child uh by itself so when you talk about uh losing losing someone and COVID 19 i think COVID 19 is just a little thing and i i rather think about the ones that i lost uh the ones that were close to me and in fact recently i think a friend of ours lost someone, and I think it greatly impacted uh, the whole community of friends that we are in right now, and how we felt about it. So I think the the importance of it is uh to actually be be compassionate, have empathy uh, of of the whole uh, feelings of what you're going through Ramadan.
0: Nice, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, right? Because like I think earlier I mentioned about also going back to basics or the simplicity of life. And really that simplicity mm. is just noticing the people around you. You don't have to go very far to look for love or to look for kindness or care. Um, that there, there is definitely one or two or three that's around you uh, That is that will provide you with that. Of course, how they demonstrate care, how they demonstrate love, how they demonstrate the kindness could be very different, right? So for some of us, the way we demonstrate those could be like a hug and a kiss, right? For some of us, we don't like to have the physical touch, right? We, we like to demonstrate it through maybe a, a text message, right? Or just or just how I know like my parents would demonstrate uh, care would be like, hey, you eat already or not? But the very fierce are like what well, you really care for me, man. <laughs> so so these are like moments that we perhaps need to just take note of that the love language is just a little bit different. Right. So so as um, how that goes off and then I'm going to come back in in a while, we will be asking him the last question uh, for today's session. Uh, and really that question is about what is that one thing he would like to share uh, with with the community, right? Whether it is with the Muslim community or the non-Muslim community, if he has that one thing to perhaps share with us before we end the live, uh, what would that one thing be?
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh hi everybody. <laughs> uh, it's a very tough question. Uh and to relate to what you have said, uh the simplicity. I'm not sure whether you actually chose that word specifically, like simplicity. <laughs> uh, but I think, yes, you think enough. Enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh hi everybody, thank you for tuning in with this short session with Michelle. Uh very much appreciate it. Uh if if there's one thing that you ask me, Michelle, uh, and i like to share with everybody is, first and foremost, uh, have faith, keep the faith. Yeah. It, it's, it's not It's not easy, I, I guess. Uh, it's not easy, per se. It sounds simple, keep the faith. But actually, we know that it's very hard. So when you say keep the faith, I hope that we all can keep the faith as a community uh, that that we can come together and keep the faith that, you know, uh, COVID-19 uh, is a challenge for us to grow, to adapt and grow. And uh, just wishing everybody, uh, the Malay Muslim community, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, maharaban ya Ramadan, wishing you a lot of love and blessings with all your family. Uh, that's, where, that's where we all are coming together, to be closer to our families.
0: Nice. Yeah, so I think with regards to like keeping the faith uh, and and it goes in line with how we usually use the word faith as well, right? Like faith is, we will say a leap of faith. So really, faith comes about without knowing. And I think that kind of like comes very nicely with this season and this period of time because we really don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, As much as we say that, you know, we look forward to when we can go back to normal, um, the normal might not be what we think we know of it, it is going to be something different, something relatively new Um, and therefore we have to keep the faith in terms of that we will all still continue to be safe, we will all continue to be connected Uh, and I think we need to have faith in a lot of things, we need to have faith in the system, that means like the government as well as each other that we can be responsible uh and also keep the faith with regards to you know just just keeping our spirits up right and then look forward to yeah. what we can do so i think a lot of things are relatively new uh to us in terms of how we continue to explore our connections um like what right, going on this life i think it's relatively new to both of us uh Hada and myself uh for Hada, is this your first time on live
1: this is my second time, I guess. Second time, right?
0: Friday was my first time.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so so like live streaming is just getting more and more common. I think Haddad is not unfamiliar with a TV broadcast, so he's probably been on like shows and, Much and more used uh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> not used to that, right? So so like being in front of the camera is not something foreign to him. Uh, but what is foreign is heard. now.
2: Yeah.
0: Now have to toggle. It's not just the camera itself, but then now how do I work the system as well? <laughs> right. Oh, so correct. very true. Very true. Yeah. So so I think as we as we continue to progress, have that faith that you know there is a larger community. There's a, a group of people who are willing to share, are uh, willing to be supportive, uh, in the process and and just just ask for help sometimes just have the faith and ask for help even if mm. no one resp- you think no one will respond maybe who knows right some stranger might might, might say hey you know i can help you yeah mm. so so with that thank you very much Haddad for joining us as a guest today and sharing all these lovely little nuggets uh, i think one of the things that i will definitely remember is that, that flower that you drew in terms of how each cycle of ramadan comes back to, to that, that center or that core uh, and then also um, the, the, the perspective that you shared with regards to resilience, patience and mindfulness, I think that's that's really nice uh, to to have those values to hold on to as well as to continue to practice, maybe not just in Ramadan period, but also even beyond Ramadan if we continue on this uh, COVID situation. So the circuit breaker might end also or might come to a pause, although we won't go back full swing into um how no. fast we were moving, uh, but really just having that patience to continue to be with each other in this process. Um, so with that, thank you very much, everyone who has been watching or has been popping in and out like Haddad, right? <laughs> in terms of watching <laughs> live. <laughs> and and thank, thank you, you. Haddad for also taking time and trying to really figure out these technical things and how to come on live and stay on and as much as you can. Uh, it's been a really exciting uh, journey so far. And uh, tomorrow, we will have another guest coming on. Uh, uh, and she is a mother of three very active boys. All her boys are relatively young. So I think the oldest is about seven or eight years old. And then the second and then the third one. I think the third one's about two. So, so it will be interesting mm. to hear from her uh, how she manages these three active boys while she works from home. So she is... Uh, a part of civil service, she still has her work to be done uh, and then how to cope with her elder boys, perhaps home-based learning and then also how to keep into that spirit of Ramadan, right, while having to tackle with all these things happening. So it will be an interesting conversation with her. So if you are keen here and you're, you're like, you're a parent yourself and you wonder like, how do other people cope during this period? Maybe tomorrow would be a good session for for you to tune in and to to listen into how this this a wonderful lady actually copes with uh, having to deal with all these things during this period of Ramadan. So thank you once again to Haddad, thank you whoever that has been watching. It's been great having you on. Uh, I'm going to just uh, do one last share with regards to um, the, the funds that we are raising uh, for RLA Foundation. Um, This is RRA Foundation's uh, QR code, Uh, rather I converted the QR code to help them raise funds uh, for the Muslim community, especially those who are from the lesser privileged uh, families as well as uh, our frontline workers. So the intention is really to raise about $2 million uh, in the process and to be uh, having this $2 million support um, in terms of buying the breakfast meals for these uh, less privileged families as well as the frontline workers. Um, it's, not <clears throat> it's not a fund that I started, it's really a fund that started by uh, this RLA Foundation. And I thought that this uh, raising of funds comes very nicely and falls in line with uh, the theme that we are having for this uh, series of live. And to say that, you know, if you find that whatever that we've been sharing, whatever little nuggets that you've been getting out of this session, sessions uh, has been really meaningful um, I would then strongly encourage you to say that you know whatever value that you, you have found from these sessions that you find uh, that would probably cost you some money if you were to attend a talk Right, or seminar to share these, uh, to then donate this money to this RLA foundation. Yeah. So if you think that, like for example, today sharing with Haddad was really meaningful and you probably pay about $10, $20 or $30 or $50 to attend a, a session like that, then instead of having to pay that money, then why not just uh, scan the QR code and then donate that amount to um to RLA foundation in terms of what they plan to do with the money uh, which is to support the lesser privileged families as well as the frontline workers uh, in terms of the breaking of their fast so once again thank you everyone who have stayed on to watch the session and we're gonna just say goodbye and how is back on to just finish off and say goodbye thank to <laughs> and say thank you very much um, for being a part of the journey with us right thank we'll you. see you again tomorrow 1 p.m right at this same place same channel Right, thank you very much. See you. Thank you.